Hello, everyone. It's Julie Cotton, founder of Next Level Improv and creator of Improv Against Normality. Welcome to this episode of Permission to Play. Today, I am inspired to share with you all from a dear friend of mine, Ruth, who in one of our mastermind groups has brought up a fantastic question of what do you do to play? Uh, If you were going to have 30 minutes more a day of play, of fun, of joy, what would that look like for you? And I thought, what a tremendous question, because that's right up my alley. (laughs) I absolutely love to play. That is what we're here to do. And so what is it that you do to play right now? What are your play practices? You think about people that have routines or habits or daily practices. There's people that have a meditation practice. There's people that have um, an exercise or a workout practice. Uh, people that might have a practice of, of writing every day, or maybe they uh, create healthy foods for themselves, or they eat like a, I don't know, protein shake or something like that. They have a practice that they do every day. Uh, maybe they do it for fun, or maybe they do it for health reasons, or maybe they do it um, to stay connected. If somebody has like a, a coaching call or something that they do with a sales team that they have, you know, they have these practices. And then what what do you do? Do you have a practice for play? Do you have a a practice for fun, for joy in your life? And if you do, what are they? We'd love to hear about them. Uh, Head to our our website or our Facebook page, nextlevelimprov.com, and share with us, you know, what what is it that you do for joy, for fun, for play? Do you have any? Maybe you don't. Uh, And that's where we want to start today. I, I think of what is it that I do for fun? (laughs) and pretty much so much of what I do is fun and I don't know that it has to be I think that I've I've actually made a practice or made a game out of making life a game so let me say more about what I mean about that Uh, recently I have started studying I'm a little bit of a nerd when it comes to research and studying and um, learning new things. I consider myself a student of life. I absolutely love learning new things. And and one of the things that I have been avoiding learning is marketing or sales or online anything. <laughs> so recently I was I heard something uh, in a book I read somewhere, I read something and um, an audiobook, so I did hear it, uh, and it was it just inspired me to look at marketing and sales through new eyes because I uh, obviously the way I'd been thinking about it wasn't something that it excited me. I just kept avoiding it and kept not doing anything with it, and come to realize that I'm actually doing myself and the people that I could be serving through the message I have about play and through bringing play into the world more. Uh, I'm I'm keeping it away from people, kind of like hiding my hiding my light or hiding my story. So I was like, all right, I better get good at telling my story then and let me be willing to get out there and to actually share the things that I love, the wisdom that I have, the tools, techniques, the systems, all the things that I've I've been doing for a lifetime that feel like second nature to me but that other people actually could really, really benefit from. And 
that that's really what marketing was all about and not all the other stuff that I've made up about it. So, <laughs> so I've been taking this online marketing course. And part of how I was able to do that is because I'm taking my own advice and I'm using my own technology, if you will, to learn to play the game of marketing. And I'm like, oh, this is not as scary or foreboding or, or awful as I thought it would be. <laughs> In fact, I'm having a lot of fun. Um, and, and all of that comes from this mindset of can I, of course I can. So how can I make this a game and a game that I enjoy playing? Now, I my personality type is such that I love to play games and I love to be around people. I love to express myself. All of those things are things that come very naturally for me. But they weren't always, right? Like there was a time when when I felt shy or I, or I felt like I wasn't being seen or heard. You know, my family of origin, it was something where I like good luck getting attention. Like between my mom, my dad, and my brother, it was <laughs> we were hard pressed to, to get some stage time, if you will, in that scene. And um, and that's fine. It ended up being a, a blessing. Like I actually ended up using the very thing that I most wanted, uh, which was with attention and to, to be seen and heard by my family. And that was the thing that created the catalyst for, for all of this stuff, really. So um, So yeah, what does that mean now? I am able to find the joy, the play in everything that I do. And and you can do the same thing too. So so let's look at what would it look like if we could reframe, recontextualize life or an activity or whatever it is that you've got on your plate today. What is something that you have going on in your life right now that because of how you're looking at it in this moment or how you're relating to it in this moment, it feels heavy or it feels it feels like a, a burden or it feels like something you'd rather avoid doing, like I was doing with this marketing thing, right? So what is that for you? Maybe it's uh, a task at work. Maybe it's doing your taxes. We're almost on tax season, right? Maybe it's cleaning your your attic or, or organizing your garage or maybe it's having a difficult conversation with someone or, you know, whatever it is for you that you've been putting off and kind of avoiding. Let's look at that and let's see if we can re reframe that. So I have done these transformational trainings in South Florida. That's actually where I'm at today. Uh, and it's the gratitude trainings. And I remember hearing one of the trainers and mentors in this program that I was going through, um, when they were first like talking about uh, the, the game or, or, or how, to, how to participate in a, in a room, whatever the room is, I heard it here, I also heard it with, um, uh, I've heard it a couple different places, but basically in like personal, professional development context, environments, and it's all about how much value do you want to get out of something. And it really, uh, we can relate to a game from different vantage points, okay? So let's talk about football. Everybody, any football fans here? People know, people know what football is. They've heard of it. If they haven't played it, maybe uh, for, if it's my international, any international audiences, it's soccer, right? Football, like same, same concept. So we'll talk about it in that, same, in that same way. You can come to a football game and you can choose to play the role of a participant in the stands. 
right? Like, that's the role I'm going to play is a fan. I am buying my ticket. I'm going to eat some hot dogs. I'm going to listen you know, listen to the, the music in the background and the see the players when they come on the field and when they sing the national anthem and all the things that they do, right? So I can be a fan. I'm rooting the team on. I'm going, go, team, go. Or I'm, like, booing the other team, whatever. That's a certain experience of the game, right? So I can be a participant or an observer. Uh, I can be an observer. Because <laughs> the other one is that I can be a participant. And that is really where all of the – that's where the magic happens. It's actually on the field. It's actually, you know, boots on the ground. Or there. You're the ones moving the ball down the field. You're the ones taking action, taking risks, being in the moment, staying connected to each other, paying attention, like warding off the defense, offense. Like you're the ones making the whole thing happen, right? So that's another way that you could choose to play the game. You could either play the game as a participant on the field, running the ball down the field, or as an observer, a fan, someone that's on the sidelines, right? Um, There's other ways, too. You could be a cheerleader. Maybe, you know, sometimes in your life you might choose to play the role of cheerleader where you're rooting them on, you're having them, you know, feel uh, uplifted and celebrated and and really, you know, being cheered. You got this. Um, The other way is to be a coach, right? They've got their coaches. And sometimes you just need someone with a really expert eye that can see the whole thing, like the bird's eye view. They've got the strategies. They're able to to speak into each player's uh, strengths or weaknesses and really uh, give them feedback, have them have them course correct, right? Like so, you've got all these different ways that you can participate in the game of football, and it's the same for life. You have all these different ways that you can play the game of your life. You can play the game of this situation that's coming up for you right now, that you're confronting right now or that you're avoiding right now. You can choose how you want to play the game. And oftentimes, how we choose to play the game, what role we choose to take on as we relate to the person, the circumstance, the issue, the conversation, whatever it is, the job, the task, uh, whatever it is how we choose to play the game and from what role we choose to play the game will directly affect our joy level. How much fun are we having? (laughs) So one way, surefire way to up your fun, to play more is to change the role that you're in. So let's say you've been on the sidelines uh, kind of, Maybe maybe you're someone who uh, there's a, a house cleaning issue, right, and you want to get the house cleaned. But rather than being the one to actually move the ball down the field, you've kind of been on the sidelines. And maybe it's not even you're not a fan observing. You're actually booing the other team, right? You think it's the other person's job to clean the room. If you, I, I used to live with roommates, and <laughs> I was always very adamant about keeping common areas clean. And eventually I, I realized that I was the only one in the house that had this belief system. And so, so I found myself doing dishes a lot 
because none of that was rooming with some ballerinas, uh, some male ballerinas. And I had the basement apartment downstairs, so we shared a common kitchen. So I would come up, and they would, you know, they were hungry. They'd come home after their re- rehearsals, and, you know, they'd been dancing for hours, and they're just like, they would eat everything, and they would dirty all of the dishes, and then they would be so tired, they would just leave them in the sink. And I would wake up early in the morning, and I've got my little green juice, and I like to wash my veggies and my, you know, fruits in the in the sink, and the sink is completely trashed and filled. <laughs> so I, would, I was playing the role of, like, I will do it. I did it. And then eventually I was, I was like building up this resentment because I'm like, why are they ever like doing the thing? Um, so I would start doing these, I started playing a passive aggressive role, which was super fun for me. <laughs> I, would, I would take, I would take their, uh, their dishes and I, cause I know they needed the stove to cook. Right. So I would actually take all the dirty dishes and move them out of the sink and just put them on the stove. I know it's super bad. I, this was before I'd done any transformational work. <laughs> it was like, I was getting tired of playing. It's like I was always the one to run to run the ball into into the you know the end zone or whatever, and it gets boring, you know. Like, or if I'm always the one to deflect the um, to to you know ward off the defense, and I'm like my shoulders are getting trash, you know, kind of thing. It's just like, nope, it's your turn. <laughs> so I did. I would just pile their dishes on the on the stove, and it was fun for me for a while because I got to I changed the role that I was playing, so it actually. It actually made me feel like I had I could play the game a different way. It became more fun for me rather than kind of feeling stuck and resentful and all that, whatever was coming up for me when I was trying to do it all by myself. Uh, and then I got to have a conversation. I was dreading having the conversation, but I was able to just shift my my come from and be like, you know what, it's okay. I I can have this. Who would I? What what person? What what uh, characteristic? What kind of a player would I need to be? to play a game where I could actually just talk to these guys and be like, hey, guys, uh, as much as I love doing dishes, <laughs> um, and, and it was great. I, mean, I, don't, I can't remember the actual conversation itself, but I do remember that, that it came from my willingness to, um, to shift how I, was, how I was playing the role, what role I was playing, and being willing to do it different. And they were totally cool about it. They're like, no, we love that you're always doing our dishes for us. <laughs> But yeah, we totally get it, and, uh, and then they shifted. It was it was super fun. But anyway, I digress. Uh, all of that was basically to remind you, like, what is the thing that irks you or gets under your skin or that you're avoiding that you could just just put on a different hat? I, you know, I I, I pulled up, pulled up my my big girl britches, right? I kind of like. Uh, I, I got over being a, a victim or being like, oh, they don't care about me. They don't do their dishes to being like, no, like what's, let me look at this from a different perspective. Let me try, uh, try on a different costume or a different character or a different aspect of myself that would be able to, um, to really meet with them and, and share with them and, and express what I needed. Um, so what is it for you? And are you willing to play with it? Are you willing to, is it marketing? Is it, you know, is there some task or something or some, Maybe you want to ask somebody out and you're just so used to being fearful and so you don't do that and then you're, you just keep like playing the game of being single when you really want to play a game of dating people. So like what is the game that you've been playing right now and how can you shift it and maybe play maybe the same game but from a different role, from a different perspective, from a different part of the field, right? Um, so that's my, my football analogy <laughs> as it pertains to uh, spicing up the game of your life. And, uh, yeah, if you want to play more, want to learn more about playing more, 
you can still get your copy of the Improv Against Normality game. It has not yet uh, come to stores. It will be there this, this spring 2019. You can check us out on Next Level Improv. You can uh, set up a time to do a consultation call. Maybe you're interested in finding out more about our permission to play virtual trainings. Uh, if you're wanting to jump on board and learn how to play more, feel free to reach out. Julie Cotton here with Next Level Improv. Go out there and play.